there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Michael Counts. Before we get into what you do and some of the absolutely incredible experiences that you've curated over the years, I thought it might be a good idea, Michael, for us to kick things off by explaining to our young listeners what you mean by immersive entertainment. Because I can imagine, I don't have to think too hard, for some, like my 16-year-old son, that would probably be video games or a virtual reality headset. But I don't think that's what your legions of fans expect when they come to a Michael Counts installation. That is correct. Well, you know, it's interesting. I often talk about virtual reality too. um, And the kind of virtual reality that I think you mean and, and people traditionally mean when they say virtual reality today is, is, is goggles. It's, it's, uh, it's Oculus, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, something you put on your face that gives you, creates a physical illusion of presence. There's another way to do that. And that's really what I've been doing for some time, which is making environments that are a virtual reality. They're a set they render some other place. You know, Disney is a sort of virtual reality. And and a lot of the work that I do is about, you know, you mentioned it, transporting people, transportive entertainment is that takes you somewhere where the spectator is a participant. The spectator has agency. The spectator can choose where to go. Now that happens in virtual reality video games, but I think doing it without the limitations of goggles and wires and being able to explore, discover and have agency and you know, I think that's where things are headed, and that's what's exciting to me. And I'll I'll give you an example. The the current production that I'm working on, that we're hoping to launch in the next you know year as soon as, as we emerge from COVID, is a full size sixty thousand square foot replica indoors of a drive-in movie theater in 1965 at sunset. And it's a movie theater and a restaurant, and and it has 50 classic cars that you sit in as the seating of the movie theater. And what it's doing is it's transporting you back in time and space to a perfect summer night at a classic American drive-in movie theater in 1965. And that, to me, is entertainment. Oh, yeah, for sure. Are you going to be showing a movie? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it functions as a movie theater and as a restaurant, and it's, it's intended to kind of merge those business models, movie theater, bar, restaurant, but also to make a sort of distributed theme park where we could have a small but but significant theme park that's themed around a drive-in movie theater in 1965 in markets all around the country, all, all around the world. Oh, that is so cool. I'm going to ask you in a little bit about how all of this started. 
for you. But first, I would love it if you could walk us through what you've done for a couple of other clients and most importantly, how you did it. For example, when you were hired to create an immersive experience for the hugely popular show, The Walking Dead. In other words, what does it take to transform what no doubt started as a sketch in your notebook into something much bigger? That was a really fun production and a a challenging one. And the idea, simply put, was to transport fans and audiences into the world of The Walking Dead, not in the form of reading a comic book or watching a TV show or playing a video game, but where you're in it, where you're sweating, where you're running and you're being chased by by zombies and doing it in a way that feels real. And the conceit of the of the whole experience was it was a touring production and we'd put it in a different market for a period of time. And the idea was we changed the narrative slightly for each market we went into and said, this is the night of the, the zombie apocalypse rendered in The Walking Dead started. This is the night that it started in Atlanta, in Cincinnati, in Dallas. That had a huge fan base, obviously. It was one of the biggest shows in the world at the time that we did The Walking Dead experience. And it was challenging because you you have to you know build a, a set that can break down and get set up and tour. And we wanted it to be really uh, large scale and to feel like you, know, you were going into a half an hour run for your life journey experience and and have it feel real. That to me is always the trick. I really want experiences that I create to feel like a magic trick, to feel like, how, how is this happening? How are we real? How is, how are these zombies chasing me? And am I really at risk to kind of undo the narrative a bit? So you kind of go in thinking like, Oh, this is a, this is an attraction. This is an experience I'm going to have. And all of a sudden midway through, you actually feel like maybe, maybe this is unraveling. Maybe these are zombies. Maybe you are at risk. And, and that to me is part of the fun. That, that is, is really, you're really transported when we've done that. So how do you do that without the magician revealing all of his tricks? Is it live theater in the sense that there are actors who are in it? Are there animatronics? Is it all Um, of the above? It's always a different set of tools. And like any good magician, you're always mixing and matching tools and devices and new technologies and old technologies to to create a, a, what in the aggregate is a new kind of illusion. But, you know, and, and each production is different with The Walking Dead. We created a narrative that didn't just include the narrative of the show, but included the narrative of you in the show. And, and by that, I mean with each group and in the, in the original version of the Walking Dead experience with each group, you'd go in in a group of eight at a time. We had two actors that went in with you that you thought were just two other patrons and midway through in the in at the end of the first scene and so five or six minutes in it seems like one of the people in your group has gotten taken down and, cons- and like eaten by zombies and you're like wait the guy standing next to me he was a ticket buyer right like and and so in a way it, it, it felt like the narrative unraveled and, and for a, for a moment when people's adrenaline is pumping there was I think some of the patrons had this thought like wait that guy who was standing next to me, 
is gone, taken down by zombies. And I thought he was just a ticket buyer like me. And now all of a sudden, you're a little bit more scared. You're a little bit more uncertain of this is uh, this is just a, a fictional experience. And you kind of buy into the narrative. You know, in theater, they call it the willful suspension of disbelief. And I think that in immersive theater, that's just a slightly different calculus. But when you can get people to that point, it's really exciting. And it's really terrifying. I mean, uh, Slate Magazine described it as a truly terrifying experience, what we created. And, and that to me, for, for the purposes of that genre, that was a high compliment. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.